listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast by Dr. T. Michael W. Halcom, Dr. Frederick J. Long, Dr. Mario Melendez, Dr. Jennifer Noonan, and J. M. Smith. Welcome and enjoy. Hi, friends, and welcome back to What's in the Name? Um, we're considering the Bible books that have a name ascribed to them. And so we've talked about Joshua, we've talked about Ruth. Uh, this week, we're actually going to hit and talk about the name Samuel. Samuel. Now, this is one of the interesting names because um, his name is all over the Old Testament because he was a very important prophet of the Lord. Um, but there's actually debate in regards to what his name means. Um, my president here at Oklahoma Baptist University is a Hebrew scholar, uh, Dr. Heath Thomas. He and I were discussing this. And we said, you know, you could go one way or the other with this. You could either say that his name, uh, Shemuel, is uh, the name of God. Shem is name in Hebrew. Shemuel, name of God. Or you could translate his name as Shemuel, Shemuel, which is like uh, the great Shema, hear, O Israel. Shema means to hear. So maybe it is El, God, hears. I rather like the second one. Um, and, but I see that there is uh, some really interesting, uh, plausible options in regards to Shmuel with his, his name of God, okay? Um, but I want to talk about his name being uh, the Lord hears, Shmuel, um, because I think that that really helps us understand step two, which is how does his name help us understand his story? To really get this, we have to rewind time. We have to go back to uh, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 2, okay? Uh, 1 Samuel chapter 2 is where we end up finding um, the story of Hannah, okay? Uh, We find Hannah and this uh, beautiful lady who is destitute without a son. Um, She's married to a gentleman who has another wife that does have a son. Uh, But uh, Hannah, she mourns. Um, for many people that uh, have delayed in having kids or have not been able to have kids or have had miscarriages in my family, uh, my wife and I have gone through all of that. Um, the Lord has blessed us with a child and uh, recently, and she's asleep right now. But, but what, what's really interesting is, is that if we, we go and we listen to the story of Hannah, uh, chapter 1, uh, verse 9 through 11 and 20, so really it's 1 into chapter 2, Hannah sings a song. She goes to the temple, she sings a song, and uh, in Hannah's song she prays, Oh Lord, would you give me a son? Hear me, give me a son, and if you give him to me, I will dedicate him back to you. I love that uh, the priest comes in and uh, he says, are you drunk, ma'am? Because she was praying out loud, ecstatically. Um, Yeah, I I tend to laugh at that and think, yeah, if somebody saw me and heard my prayers out loud, they might think the same thing. But she prays, Lord, would you please hear my cry? And so uh, she has this beautiful prayer. I'm going to pull up the text for us. And as she's praying... She uh, gets an answer, and then the Lord gives her a son. It says here in uh, verse 20, And after some time, Hannah conceived and gave birth to a son, and she named him Shemuel, because she said, I requested him from the Lord. I think within that phrase, that ending quote of I requested him from the Lord, we can deduce from that that the Lord heard. The Lord heard, a.k.a. Shemuel, okay? Um, oh, this is so interesting. 
Samuel ends up being the person that uh, uh, he, he fulfills. And so oftentimes, as we did with Ruth, name is poignant to the story and ironic. Poignant to the story because God heard and answered Hannah's prayer. Uh, ironic is because now God will hear and answer people's prayer and give them what they wanted, which is Saul. Um, we see this later on in the life of Samuel. Samuel goes before the people and the people say, give us, we want a king to rule over us like all the other nations. And the prophet rightly says, no, what are you doing? You have Yahweh. You don't need a king. No, no, no. We want to be like everybody else. And um, then it says to Yahweh, uh, Yahweh says to Samuel in the text, he says, hey, uh, don't, don't think that they've rejected you as a prophet. Recognize they're rejecting me. So let's go ahead and appoint for them a king. Give them what they want. Um, and uh, Saul comes to the table. I'm not going to reveal Saul's name because that is also another uh, poignant name for his story. Saul comes to the table and the people got what they wanted. And in fact, he fulfills all that uh, was prophesied by Moses. If you appoint a king for yourself, he will do all of these different things. And so on one hand, Samuel's name, Shemuel, God hears, is God heard Hannah. And then secondly, God heard the people and gives the people what they wanted. So this is the theological implication that I want to grab for us is this. Uh, Samuel's story reminds us, be careful what you ask for. Anybody that's uh, walked with the Lord for a while, um, if you meet and talk to an old timer at your church or in a study fellowship group, they will quickly tell you um, one of the best things God can do for you is not answer your prayer. It's actually better than him answering your prayer and giving you what you want sometimes. Um, I've only walked with the Lord now for 36, uh, 37 years now. Um, and I can tell you there, there's many times in my life that the Lord said no. And I was mad at the Lord at that point in time, but man, I'm really glad he listened. And in fact, now I want to flip Samuel's name and stick it onto us as believers. We need to not only have a God that listens to us, but we also need to remind ourselves to listen to God. Um, and so may we follow in the footsteps of Samuel. And hear the voice of the Lord. Because that's what, how Samuel's uh, call ends up happening. Um, but also we need to be thankful that there's times God doesn't answer our prayers. Because, boy, it probably would have been really bad if we got what we asked for. This is the third name in our story as we walk through Bible names. I'll see you in the next video. Give it a read and consider his name in his story. Shmauel, the Lord hears. Bye now. Interested in growing your ancient language skills but not sure where to start? Glow's House can help. From illustrated readers and short stories to lexicons and grammars, Glow's House offers a variety of resources for beginning, intermediate, and experienced ancient language learners. Head to glowsahouse.com today. Glow's House, language resources for the global community.